Hi, all listener. Welcome to our podcast. This is our very first episode, and we're truly excited for this. They say the hardest part of doing something is not the planning part, but the start of the action. So, we did it. This is truly our very, very first beginning. Okay, so this week our first segment will providing you updates from the entertainment realm. The first one we have Disney will release the movie Mulan on Disney Plus for twenty nine ninety nine dollars on September fourth, twenty twenty. Instead of in the cinema, Mulan will be the first blockbuster movie to go straight to the streaming in response to COVID nineteen. The decision to bypass cinema could also signal the beginning of the end for the traditional way of people going to the cinema for movie, and forever change the business model of Hollywood blockbuster and cinema's owner. The second, we have David Beckham, one of the most popular soccer player in the world from England, is reported to work on documentaries about his life and his career as a soccer player with Netflix. After being inspired by the documentary series of Michael Jordan, The Last Dance in Netflix, the third from the K-pop world, we have Treasure, the new boy group from YG Entertainment, finally made their highly anticipated debut with their first single album, The First Step Chapter One, and its accompanying title track, Boy, on August seven at six p.m. Korean time. Within hours of its release, Boy, which features lyric co-written by its member Hyunsook and Haruto, climbed to the top of iTunes chart in various countries in the world. And as of today, the debut track had hit number one on iTunes top song chart in at least 19 different regions, including Singapore, Mexico, Indonesia, Thailand, and more. So that is our three top good news of the week. Next on this week music recommendation, the first one we have Taylor Swift with Cardigan, the first song from her new album Folklore. For the eighth time in her career, Taylor Swift rules the Billboard Artist 100, Billboard 100, and Billboard 200 charts simultaneously. Swift's surprise new album Folklore launches atop the Billboard 200 with 846,000 equivalent album units earned as of July 30, according to News and Music. Plus. Folklore single Cardigan also blasts in at number one on the Hot 100 as Swift became the first act ever to debut at number one on both the Hot 100 and Billboard 200 in the same week. And second, from the world of K-pop, we have Kang Daniel, the center from the boy group 101, is having his solo comeback with the song "Wave," a prelude song from his new album Magenta. And here is the snippet of the song. So that's it, our snippet for Kang Daniel's song "Wave." Now on to our next music recommendation. We have Billie Eilish with her new single "My Future," which serves as a tribute to her own personal growth and independence. The "My Future" music video shows a cartoon of Billie ponder on her life amid a rainy Las landscape, but with the second verse getting groovy, the sun comes out and the greenery begins to bloom. Just as an analogy for Billie Eilish's career that has been continued to bloom in real life after her debut. Now we begin our main segment, the review series. This week we have spent our days by watching the Umbrella Academy season two. 
The premise of this season is pretty much similar with the season 1 where the Umbrella Academy is trying to save the world again from the apocalypse. The summary will be just like this. The season begins right after the ending of season 1 where the Hargreaves sibling time travel with number 5 and somehow it doesn't work well and each of them ended up scattered around Dallas, Texas in the 1960-1963 timeline. 5 arrives on November 25, 1963 to find his sibling battling against the Soviet soldiers. 5 then met Hazel there where Hazel explained that this is an apocalypse and that the Hargreaves siblings have 10 days to stop it. So using the time travel briefcase that Hazel gave to Five, he then traveled back to 10 days before the apocalypse happened to find out his siblings now have started their own life, which is totally different than the life that they have in 2019. Luther is now an underground fighter for Jack Ruby, Alice and Merritt an activist, Fanya having an amnesia and living in a farm, Klaus become a cult leader and still with Ben's spirit are hanging around him, and Diego is in a nut house. And now Five has the difficult task to get them all together to stop the apocalypse. Then the story unfolds as the Swedes, new assassin from the commissioner and the handler, is back from the death as they try to kill the Hargreaves along the episodes. On their mission to stop the apocalypse, the Hargreaves met the younger version of their father, Reginald Hargreaves, and they came to him and asked for an advice or solution how to stop the apocalypse. However, he provided none and didn't recognize them as his children. The story then continued to reach the tipping point as Fanya was caught by the FBI and being tortured in an interrogation which made her the cause of the apocalypse again. But this time, we have Ben that saved the day as he has obtained the power to possess human body in season 2. He then saved Fania from creating the apocalypse while sacrificing his spirit. And then on the finale episode, Fania who accidentally shared her power with Harlan, the boy who she taken care of in the farm previously, triggered the concern of the commissioner as Harlan doesn't seem to able to control his new power. So the commissioner sending out all of their agent plus Lila, handler, adoptive daughter, to take care and take down all of the Hargreaves. So the battle is unavoidable. But you know, as always, the main characters always win the fight, right? So this time they also successfully killed the handler and the commissioner field agent using the superpower. And now they can go back to the 2019 with the help of the time travel briefcase that were left by the deceased agents. And the plot twist here is when they get back to the altered version of April 2019, which is back to the ending of 2000 uh, on the first season, we supposedly become the day after the first. When they get back to the altered version of April 2019, which supposedly become the day after the season 1 apocalypse, they thought that they have saved the world because their house was still there. However, in reality, they have created an alternative timeline for themselves where in fact in this timeline, their father and their brother Ben Hargreaves are still alive. 
and they also have another six member of Sparrow Academy instead of Umbrella Academy. So that is a cliffhanger right there for the season two. And pretty much we will be waiting for the season three and how everything will be unfold from there on. So we want to talk about the differences from the comic and the similarities from the comic book. First, we will talk about the differences. First, in the TV series, the enemy that we have, the bad guy is still the handler. And also with addition to the, the Swedish, the agents of the commissioner. However, in the version of the comic book, Cha-Cha and Hazel remain as the enemy as they try to kill the Hargriff. And the second one, in the comic book, there is no trace of Ben in the second volume. However, in the TV series, we can see that Ben now become a main cast in the storyline. And also, the plot are different in many ways. Even though it's still in Dallas 1963, and there's also a JFK assassination, and Vanya is amnesia. But Vanya is not paralyzed, so it's kind of different from the comic book. And we also have our prediction for season 3 here. Uh, the Garrett Way, the creator of Umbrella Academy, mentioned that the fourth volume of the comic book will be entitled Sparrow Academy, which hint that the next season will probably jump to the fourth volume of the comic book instead of the third volume, Hotel Oblivion, because in the end of our TV series season 2, the cliffhanger is that Ben is still alive with another six member of Sparrow Academy. So we'll be waiting on how the Sparrow Academy will face the Umbrella Academy and now Ben is a part of the Sparrow Academy and how he will need to face the Umbrella Academy and we will totally see a different kind of Ben because in the Umbrella Academy, Ben is such a sweetheart. He passed away when he was young and he's best friend with Klaus and he's that type of person that you know just wants a family to work together. However, in the Sparrow Academy, as we can see, he become number one in the Sparrow Academy so we will see a different type of Ben and the character probably different than what we expected to be so we will be waiting for that and also in season 2 we do have quite some little bit of romance line here and there we'll be waiting on that for sure in season 3 and also will Lila come back or will Lila not come back we will see on it so that's our take for the Umbrella Academy Season 2 so far. Now let's talk about ratings. Rotten Tomato give them a 90% in audience rating and also in tomato meter. IMDb give them 8 out of 10. Our rating is 8.5 out of 10. We do enjoy Umbrella Academy a lot. We do see a lot of character development that we expected in Season 2. However, there are things that need to be a little bit improved, just like some scenes are not that powerful enough. For example, the Swedish, we do expect them to be as brutal as, you know, hard to be defeated, just like Hazel and Chacha and Determination. However, we do not find them very threatening in the season 2, so probably it will need a little bit more work. And also, well, actually without the handler... We could get kind of a better story, but somehow, somehow, Hander's still alive, so it's kind of a little bit confusing. But that's our take. Now we hope that the Hander do pass away in peace and will no longer came back. 
So we'll be waiting on that. And we'll be waiting for season 3 for sure. So that's our take on it. If you have any feedback or you wanted us to discuss about other movies, other TV series, feel free to DM us on Instagram at owl.podcast. So that's the end of our first episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please provide us with feedbacks through our Instagram at owl.podcast. And stay tuned. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify too. And next week, we will see you again. So have a nice weekend, guys.